0: This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, David Lux, and today's game will feature the Benchwarmer team of Marcus Ellis and Josh Bomback versus the team of Eric Eade and returning guest, Sam Collins. Let's start with Sam. Sam, can you uh, remind us a little bit about you and where you're from, what you do, your teams, whatever you wanna talk about?
2: Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me back, guys. Originally from the Philly area, um, sort of a hodgepodge of New York and Philly teams, depending on who was doing well. Um, So mostly Yankees fan, Jets fan, which did not last long, uh, and then Eagles fan, February 2018. Besides that, and now, actually, a 76ers fan, not because they're doing well, which <laughs> up for debate. But uh, my brother actually <laughs> works for the team, so there's a vested interest in them doing well. So, and that's mostly what I'm following now are Yankees regrettably, and then uh, Eagles and Sixers. But actually, now I live down in Atlanta, so. Nothing interesting there <laughs> in terms of sports teams. So my bandwagon uh, days are over for at least right now. So but besides that, I'm uh, just doing well, enjoying the summer down here. Actually stayed relatively cool, which is great. Um, and just yeah, looking forward to doing some sports trivia.
1: So I guess the, the Braves are not an interesting bandwagon for you.
2: Oh, shit. I guess... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 it's all right. You're good. I was going to say, as somebody I, with
3: a with a ticket on them to win the World Series, I yeah,
1: I, I would. They got to be close to even money at this point. I mean, they're... Oh, yeah, I got been, them. I got them early. They've just been incredible. Incredible. So, yeah. so anyway, yeah. Well, that's cool. Welcome back, Sam. It's good to have you. Eric, how are you doing tonight? Let us know... Uh, Uh, how you're doing and what your team name is um watching
4: or for people that don't know we're what like a month behind when this actually comes out so I'm watching the Cowboys Giants week one game and we are um what almost the end of the first half and Dak Prescott has still yet to uh throw a touchdown pass and the Cowboys have one offensive touchdown in the first half but anyway (laughs) I guess it wasn't Kellen Moore's fault all these weapons they should be up 40 to nothing against the Giants and yet they're, they're, they're winning like 26 to nothing, but because of two defensive touchdowns. Wait, yeah. you're complaining about a 26 to nothing lead. I think I you am. need to move on to a team name. I am. Now. <laughs> anyway.
2: Nobody wants to um, hear this.
4: But no, I didn't know Sam was from the Philly area. That's where I was born. So, I mean, we got that going for us, but that has nothing to do with our team name. So um, Sam said uh, prior to hitting record that he doesn't know anything about hockey, um, but he does know who Mike Madonna is. So our team name today is uh, Mike Madonna. He's
1: a player and a movie star. Wasn't he in one of the anyway? I want to talk about Mighty Ducks. All right, Marcus, Josh, who wants to tell us how you're doing? I'm doing fine. And Marcus, how's Marcus doing? Can you tell us how Marcus is doing?
3: I'm doing great. Our Washington Huskies are ranked number 8 in the country, a true true national title contender, and my team, Arlington, uh 2 and 0 so far. Nice. We've outscored our opponents 90 to 13 first two games. So yeah, feels uh feels good. We're we're feeling good right now and uh but as much as all that good stuff is happening, Josh and I's pro teams didn't do so well today. The Vikings blew a lead and let Baker Mayfield lead the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over them. Oh, and gosh. even worse, the Seattle Seahawks got absolutely taken out behind the shed by the Puka Nakua-led Los Angeles Rams. And uh, yeah, so today our team name is double defeated.
4: Oh. Puka, Puka and... Uh... At two or at
3: well, the the 140 pound receiver. Yeah, I remember
1: uh, <laughs> both of those were home losses, right? Wow. You,
4: yep.
3: Defending the,
1: worst,
4: the, worst. defending the home turf. The worst yeah. part about the Buccaneers game, I put that on for 10 minutes and Baker's throwing passes. The guys I've never heard of. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> this guy. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Mike Evans dropping balls. These other guys picking them up. Cool. They got to be pretty obscure for Eric e to have never heard of them.
0: Wait, you're saying you've never heard of Cole Keefe before? Palmer, Washington legend, end. Kate Otten. Kate <laughs> Otten. <laughs> I was just going to say.
1: <laughs> Perfect. All right. So we've got Mike Madonna. He's a player and double defeated. All right. Let's kick it over to Dan for the rules.
5: The game will consist of four quarters of play, each with different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway.
1: All right. Today's first quarter will be pre and post game.
5: Pre and post game for this quarter. There will be four before and after style questions. For example, if I said what all time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings. The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 25 points.
1: All right. Question number one of pre and post game: the only men's basketball player to win three Olympic gold medals, and despite having twenty-four touchdowns and fifteen interceptions in his college career, he was the fourth overall pick and is now a starting QB in the NFL. You, you good with that? I'm good.
4: Uh, I mean, you got you got that before I could even read the question. So I don't know. And, I, and I and I don't read questions. So. I was about to say you don't
1: read them anyway. So I don't know what you're comparing it to. Um,
4: we're gonna check
1: in. All right. Double defeated is checked in. Mike Madonna, he's a player. It's your turn to talk it out. No, um, no,
4: I you you threw over Carmelo Anthony Richardson, fourth overall pick. Makes sense. I I say we don't overthink it. Overthink it and just go with it.
1: All right, and double defeated.
4: Yeah, uh,
3: Josh and I kind of both came to the same conclusion at the same time. I went un begrudgingly. I went back to front, and uh, <laughs> we also came up with Carmelo Anthony
1: Richardson. Both teams are going to be receiving points. I I somehow lost track of the fact because guys, different guys have floated in and out of the Olympics and when they decide to play and when they don't decide to play. And Carmelo Anthony has actually played four times. He has a bronze, the one of the years they laid an egg and then has three golds. Of course, Diana Taurasi and Sue Bird have both won five golds on the women's side, but Carmelo is the only one that's actually won three three golds on the men's side. And that's for any country, although I guess it's not a huge surprise because the U.S. wins so much. All right, question number two, current NFL head coach who was just the third head coach for his team since 1969. And in 2016, this person became the first person to anchor 5,000 sports center episodes. We'll check in. All right. Mike Madonna. He's a player. let checked in double defeated. Your turn to talk it out. It has to be yeah. Mike Tomlin, right?
3: Yeah. It has to be Mike Tomlin. Cause, uh, Noel cower Tomlin. That's immediately where I went to. And, uh, Lynn leads me to Linda Cohn. She's she survived the cuts and she's still she's still there. So, uh, yeah, I think we'll check in with
4: Mike Tom, Linda Cohn.
1: All right. And Mike Madonna. Uh, yeah, it's
4: Mike Tomlin. It's, it's hard to believe that they've only had three coaches since 1969. That's insane. Um, and maybe that's why they're so successful. They don't just fire people because, you know, for no reason. Anyway, so we. uh. <laughs> And how is Linda Cohn still around? Is she <laughs> eighty years old yet? Like, I feel like she's eighty, and she's not. I think she's sixty plus.
1: She looks um, good. In- yeah, uh, I'll say it. But yeah, so but no, we uh we checked in with Mike, Tom, Linda Cohn. Both teams are receiving points. Yeah, and I tried to find a list of of uh, Center anchors and and who's hosted the most uh, the the highest number. But I think she is way ahead in the lead. I think I still think she's way ahead in the lead, and she does stuff on the side. I was listening to satellite radio recently, and she was. Hosting um uh the mat on, on Mad Dog Station. She like she uh she was hosting, I guess filling in for him actually. So she she gets around. It's pretty impressive. Whoa, hey, oh, say sorry. That. hey, hey, say hey
3: that. you, you, you. you. Oh. Oh. all right, David David's canceled. Somebody right. else is gonna all
1: come right. in and finish the episode. All right, let's <laughs> move on to question three. The Patriots drafted this offensive of lineman in the first round in 2018 out of Georgia, but he recently signed a free agent deal with the Dolphins. And in 2002, Herm Edwards famously said, "You play the game to do this." We'll check in. All right, Double Defeated has checked in. Mike Madonna, it's for you.
4: It's Isaiah because the first name's important here. Hold on. I'm gonna be no help there. Isaiah, yeah, it's Isaiah. Win. Isaiah. Win the game. You play the win the game, right? right. So we're good. gonna check in with Isaiah. Win the game.
1: Okay. And Double Defeated. Hello.
3: you play to win the game and uh Lyman uh Lyman legend or Georgia legend I don't know whatever like this is why the draft's a crapshoot because everybody thinks they know and then Isaiah Wynn is an example of somebody who's terrible yeah so anyways we also checked in with
1: Isaiah Wynn the game both teams are receiving points well done not the best wording but yes you both got it uh, yeah, I had to have Eden and Marcus on separate teams just because I was afraid Isaiah Wynn might be <laughs> because a, uh, of that, for jo- that was not, Isaiah just for that. Win. not just for not just for Josh. I, well, I mean, not just for that, but yes. Anyway, all right. Question four. This is my mandatory. Eric Eid is playing, so I'm gonna get one hockey question in and hint it's not Mike Modano. All right. Current Florida Panthers head coach, who was the youngest NHL coach to coach a thousand games, and retired point guard, who was number 15 all-time in assists and he went on to be head coach for the Blazers, 76ers, and Pistons. So, yeah, we'll check in. All right. Mike Madonna was checking in for the hockey question. Double defeated. Talk it out. Hey, Josh. How's it going?
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah. You paid more attention to the NHL than I did last year. Yeah. I'm guessing head coaches might not be where you were.
3: Definitely not. I barely know my own coach's name.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um,
3: But the second half, for a second, I was thinking it could have been Nate McMillan, but there's no way he got to 15 all time. I mean, Chauncey Billups is the current head coach of the Blazers,
0: but but that was his first job, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's not Jason Kidd, and he's way higher. Trying to think of head coaches for those teams that... It's not Jacques Vaughn. (laughs) No, certainly
3: not. Blazers is who I should focus on because they're at least regional and I can. So they had Terry
0: Stotts and they had. Yeah, I mean, if we can get to the name, I might be able to come up with a hockey name. That's with the last name because I'm not going to get it just right off the top of my head. I don't know who Uh, coached all those teams. Oh,
3: this is going to make me so mad. I'm going to be so angry when I hear this.
0: And the point guards who've played, who coached the Blazers.
3: Like that's why currently. Chauncey Phillips came up first. Huh? Said, no, not currently. Well, and and like that's why Nate McMillan was the first name. Yeah. Is there a coach that, with the last name Nate or that goes into Nate that you can I, think of? I, not that I can think of. I don't know. Why can't I think all of right. this? I'm sorry. All I'm going to need an all answer. All right. Yeah, I, we don't have it, so we're tapping <laughs> on this. I don't know who to go to, but Mike
4: Madonna. Uh, I had the first part. The The, the coach is uh, Paul Maurice. And Sam, you can finish it up.
2: I also was just recently looking at the assist, le- assist leaders list and number 15 made sense. So we went with Paul Maurice Cheeks.
1: Well done. And one team will be receiving points. Yeah. Eric, I, I assume you knew this, but not only was he the youngest coach to coach a thousand games, but he's now lost more games in NHL history than anybody. Which is pretty impressive. But I guess they get they probably rack up more losses now because of shootouts or whatever, count as losses. So maybe they're just more losses to go around. There aren't any pure ties, right? But it just seems like you stick around long enough and you're sort of an average coach, you'll eventually rack up the most number of losses. He has a very punchable face too. So <laughs>
0: Marcus, he, just to let you know, even if we had gotten to Moe I was Cheeks gonna Maurice ask. Cheeks, I would have not had the first name Paul. You, could, <laughs> you <laughs> couldn't
1: have thrown in, like, a singing clue, and I would have gotten there. You her. want to know something? I almost did. I, I, I bet written, you did. I, wrote that, I actually had written that one of his biggest assists was when he helped some 13-year-old kid who couldn't finish the national anthem. Oh, would I I that would have helped us with half of it. Yeah, yeah right. I would have had had the other uh, half. Then, uh, then we would have just had to come up with a name. We I don't think I would have come up with Paul. Derek Maurice. All right. Well, Jacques, the good news, Jacques
0: stick, Maurice. <laughs>
1: the good news for you is that concludes the hockey portion of our program. So, after the first quarter, we have scores of Mike Madano. He's a player with a hundred, and Double Defeated
5: is just behind with seventy-five. We wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon. If you'd be interested in supporting us financially, your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia that you have come to expect from us. There are also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmer swag. You can find us at Patreon.com/slash BenchwarmersTP. Thanks.
1: That will take us to our second quarter, which today will be the missing link.
5: The missing link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host, with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question.
1: Question number one of our missing link. Although he was just a third round pick and only the 11th receiver selected in 2009, as a rookie, he led the league in yards per reception with 19.4 yards per catch. We, We can check in. All right, Mike Madonna is checking in, double defeated. Time to talk it out. I
3: mean,
0: okay. 19.4 yards per catch is pretty significant.
3: He's a deep threat. And if we're talking about deep threats, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think I think Mike Wallace was in that draft. He's definitely a deep threat. He definitely a deep threat. It was Big Ben in his air out era. And like he had him and Emmanuel Sanders. And he, that makes sense.
0: It's yeah, better think, than anything I have, which is nothing. So yeah. I say we go. I,
3: I think I feel pretty good about it now that I think about it, because okay. that's all he did was catch either catch a short pass and make a lot out of it or he caught a deep ball. So I do recall
0: that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Let's let's go with Mike Wallace
4: okay. checking in with Mike Wallace. All right. And Mike Madonna. We jumped the gun. We, we were a year off. We said to Sean Jackson,
1: See no nine. That doesn't sound right. Oh, oh! you
4: said you were a year off. Yeah, we're a year off. He's 08, so, and he's not even a
1: third-round pick. I don't know what I My fault. All right. Well, one well, team is receiving points, it. and the correct answer is Mike Wallace, and you totally nailed it, Marcus. I mean, you, you totally described it perfectly in terms of – like that's the way I picture Mike Wallace, that he was just like a yard-after-catch guy and just – yeah, just – I mean, to rack up 20 yards per reception on a significant number of receptions is pretty pretty good, especially for a rookie. So anyway, all right, question two of our missing link. Along with Barry Bonds, he's one of two San Francisco Giants players to have their number retired by the Giants and yet not be in the Hall of Fame. He finished in the top five in NL MVP voting four times and led the NL in RBIs in 1988. Uh, okay. We'll check yeah. in. All right. Double defeated. let checked in. So, Mike Madonna, you get to talk it out. So, Sam, how many old – how many Giants
4: players from the 80s can you name? Because I can name one. Harry Carson.
2: Um, not even him, (laughs) Harry Carey, uh... Harry Carey, Carey.
4: (laughs) Giants legend, Harry Carey. (laughs) I it's funny because he I sent my friend a text today. I'm like, since when did ridiculous glasses like become a trend? Because every, I was waiting to get my breakfast at this bagel place, and every girl I even said, I'll show this text. I send my friends, I'm like, every girl that's walked into this bagel place looks like Harry Carey right now. <laughs> like, with their, like these ridiculous frames, and I'm just, I can't.
2: Well, but with some... high school
4: kids, it's pit
3: vipers.
1: All of yep. them have a pair of them, and I want to, they just look so stupid. I hate to break it to you, Erica, but, but everything cycles back in fashion. And somebody once told me the glasses cycle faster than anything. So, so this—that's where we're at right now. Maybe I'm, like, I'm not sure. I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. I... Anyway, so
4: Sam, um, <laughs> I can name one, uh, and it's Will Clark, and I know yeah. he's a, was a decent player, a good player. Yeah. So that's all I have.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. He's like one of those guys who had a very, very good career, and right. And I also can't name another Giants player. I was also thinking of pitchers for the longest time because I didn't see the RBIs ones. So.
4: Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I've um, done that a time or two. So All
2: right, let's let's um, go. Yeah, let's
4: let's go sa- let's save Will the Clark. listeners, and we're gonna check in with Will Clark for a hundred points.
1: <laughs> All right, and uh, double defeated, Josh. What did you guys have?
0: So you 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 don't know Kevin Mitchell or I? I'm sure Maldonado? i sure
1: No, that no.
0: Oh, well, anyway, wow. yeah. uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that uh, Byron. Uh, shout out to you. I think he uh, tweeted when. They retired his number this season, and they mowed the outfield into his uh, swing stance like after. Like, and so I'm pretty sure it has to be Will Clark because I don't think he's in the Hall of Fame. So we also checked in with Will Clark.
1: Well, he is in the Giants Hall of Fame or whatever the whatever the Bay Area Hall of Sports Hall of Fame, whatever they call it. He is in the College Baseball Hall of Fame, but he's not in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, and both teams are receiving points. The correct answer is Will Clark. So our themed linked answers thus far are Mike Wallace and Will Clark. Question number three of our missing link. Last name of the NBA 1976 overall number one pick who went on to post the 30th most assists all time before a career as head coach for the Spurs, 76ers, and Cavs, and now as an assistant with the Rockets. Both of his sons are assistants, one currently with the Suns and one with Duke. Yeah, you know, uh, we'll check in. All right. Double defeated has checked in. Mike it's back to you.
2: Ah, I have some names of draft picks in the seventies. I have no idea when they were drafted.
4: Who was like the was earlier? Oh, it might be too old for you. Um, seventy-sixers coach in the early nineties, mid nineties.
2: Yeah, that's ah, <laughs> uh, Paul oh, Paul. I mean, Paul Westphal's dead. I think <laughs> <not>. <laughs> <That's the> Rockets. Does <laughs> Del Negro? He played. He could. Play, well, he played. He was no. And he he was later too. Yeah, he
4: was not seventy six. He played in my lifetime. Ah, crap. Who
2: have been the Cavs coaches. I don't think it was. I don't think it was Luke Walton.
4: Uh, no, you know what? Oh shoot! Who was that? It's a stupid. It's a common. It's very just Lucas. Lucas. That's the that's uh, the, he yeah. he coached the Cavs he coached the 76ers. yep that's it. All, all that other stuff I don't know yeah so, and he's got sons yeah he's got a couple kids yeah and Paul Westfall's dead so I mean that's <laughs> <So we're... laughs> that's David's flavor text kicks off with uh, Paul Westfall's dead and <laughs> both teams getting their points to, uh, no we're gonna sh- check it with Lucas I think all right and uh, double
1: defeated.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, man with two first names, uh, Mr. John Lucas. So, we are also checking in with Lucas.
1: That is correct. Yeah, you guys. I knew you guys would get there eventually. I'm glad you didn't run out of time. John Lucas had a lot of uh, drug problems throughout his career. He he actually at one point sort of dropped completely out of the NBA, or was, I, don't, I don't remember exactly what happened. And he actually went and played professional tennis or team tennis or something, which I discovered in doing this research. I had forgotten that, but I remember when it was going on because that must have been the '80s. Did his Our son play at Oklahoma State? Yes, his son played at yeah. Oklahoma State. That's the one who's now an assistant at Phoenix. Yep, that is correct. All right. Our theme linked answers thus far are Mike Wallace, Will Clark, Lucas. Question number four. This second baseman is the last American League player to win the Rookie of the Year and MVP in consecutive years.
0: Uh, we'll check in.
1: Double defeated has checked in. Mike Madano. he's a player. Time to talk it out. Yeah,
0: absolutely,
2: Dustin uh, Pedroia too.
4: He won, he won. He won rookie of the year. He won MVP. I don't know if it was back to back, but that's. Yeah. It, it, he's a second baseman. He he did both as far as the consecutive years. No idea. All right, you uh, want to go with it? Sure. All right, let's uh let's check in with Dustin Pedroia. Okay. And double defeated.
1: Yep, it's Dustin Pedroia. Check it in. It is Dustin Pedroia. Both teams are receiving points. Yeah, he he won the rookie of the year in two thousand seven. Um, when the Red Sox won the, one of the years the Red Sox won the World Series, and he pretty much blew out his knees sometime soon after that. Didn't have such a sustained career. But anyway, yes. So our theme blank dancers thus far are Mike Wallace, Will Clark, Lucas, and Dustin Pedroya. All right, question number five. What's the only number between seven and 16 inclusive that has not been retired for a Hall of Fame quarterback?
0: What a so. very David
1: question. Uh, we'll check in. Double defeated is checked in, which means Mike Dodano has two minutes to talk this out.
4: So the only number between seven, so not counting seven and sixteen. No, counting, those, counting counting seven and, and 16, inclusive, 16. inclusive. But well, those are out anyway because Elway in Montana, so those are easy. <laughs> well,
1: that's your problem.
4: <laughs> but okay, eight, <laughs> okay. Eight, eight would be Aikman. Nine would be no 18, idea. And fifteen. <laughs> T- ten would be Tarkington. Eleven. Any 11s that you can think of? Bill Sims, 12, Bob Greasy, Jim Kelly, 13, Marino, 14. So Dan Fouts, so 15. Any 15s? Heart Star. So nine. Done. Number nine. Can't think of a nine. I had somebody for all the other ones, right? So it's the only one not retired. Hall of Famer. has to be.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about? Okay.
4: Yeah. 11, 11s, Phil Sims. I know that for a fact. 10 would be Tarkenton, so i th- i think we're i think we're we're good if i'm understanding the question correctly yeah cuz once i mean but once tony Romo's inducted we're we're no he's not gonna all right oh. we're going to check in with number
1: 9
0: all right we'll go to double defeated well i think the problem with your logic sir is that phil sims is not in the hall of fame he's not he is not a hall of famer because the answer is eleven. Check that in. That is correct. One team is receiving points, and
1: I think you pretty much ran it, Eric. Except for uh, Mr. Except Bombeck. for you said why you didn't say why a tittle. <laughs> well, Mister Mister Bombek is correct that that um, that Phil Simms is not in the Hall of Fame. However, number nine is Sonny Jurgensen. At least he's the only nine I can think of. So, our theme linked answers are Mike Wallace, Will Clark, Lucas, Dustin Pedroya, and eleven. One team has submitted a correct theme and I'm going to pause for the other team. Well, I'm not going to pause. I'm going to let the other team talk it out. So Mike Medano, the floor is yours.
2: Yeah. That's why I was pretty sure it was 11. Uh, was unless, with unless there's like a new season of stranger things I haven't seen where it's uh, a character. Yeah.
4: No, no, it makes sense. And now, now that I know that it definitely 11 would have made more sense for the last answer, but yeah, yeah we'll go ahead. Yeah. And
2: check it out. and
1: All right. So let me go back to make it official. We'll go back to double defeated. Um, Marcus sent me an answer sometime around the third question. Marcus or Josh, I don't know who wants to talk about it, but you can you can lay it out. Yeah, it was
3: right after you read it was while you were reading question three. you know we we do the thing, right? you you list the first two answers and they were Mike and will and I said, Stranger Things characters when I hear Mike and Will together I think of Stranger Things so it was I said it and Josh said sure why not like what's the worst that can happen so yeah yep that uh, we submitted Stranger Things and
0: uh and uh I had questions uh <laughs> four and five nailed before they were even uh brought up so
3: well we get we have to talk about the chat so we were listing <laughs> names and potential questions and we were oh, listing no. the names and then i said demogorgon i go danny demogorgon played power forward for serbia in the 80s <laughs> and then <laughs> right before the last question i said oh yeah rick Mindflayer. he was a really good outside linebacker for Tulane in the early 90s
1: <laughs> so yes well done i was only gonna yeah this is the I, i'm impressed you got it from mike and will I'm impressed that you could hear them together and just know that was Stranger Things. They're such generic names. I figured Lucas might put somebody over the top. After the second quarter, we have double defeated, has gone out to a lead of 275 points, and Mike Modano is still in it with 210 points. That will bring us to halftime.
5: It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 25 points.
1: All right, for no particular reason, I decided to dedicate this halftime to the worst stadium in big four sports, at least that I've been to, and that's the Oakland Coliseum. All of these questions will be about the Oakland Coliseum, and particularly the Oakland A's. Question number one. I was discovered while I was working as a street-performing dancer accompanied by a beatboxer in the Oakland Coliseum parking lot. Legendary owner Charlie Finley discovered me and hired me as a clubhouse assistant and bat boy. I would later become the first rapper to go diamond. Check in. All right. Double defeated has checked in. I didn't say these were hard. Okay. Mike (laughs) Madonna, time to talk it out. Anything?
2: So Oakland rappers, maybe San Jose rappers. um... I
4: think the first rapper to go... uh, This is all I'm basing it. I don't know anything about anything else, is I think the first... I don't even consider him a rapper until his later work. First rapper to go diamond, I think, is MC Hammer. That's, but yeah. he might be from Oakland. I don't know. I is he a? I I don't is he a? I didn't know he's a beatboxer. All right, let's.
2: That sounds great. The dancing too right. yeah, sort of seems the like, dancing
4: yes, that helps. Yeah. But all right, nothing sounds about good. his his attire, his pants. So I don't know. We'll we'll check in with MC Hammer.
1: All right, and
4: double defeated. Disrespect. I know. How rude of you.
3: <laughs> what you think you didn't think he was a rapper until Pumps and a Bump? Are you yes. th- is that what you're saying? <laughs> I was
4: eight listening to him, so yes, I did not my mom let me <sighs> listen to him. He was not a
3: rapper. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, shout out to Romany Malko, who played him in the VH1 like movie of his life, and it detailed about how he really wanted to be a baseball player. And he was from Oakland and he's an Oakland A's guy. And Josh Josh and I were both nodding as soon as he uh, started, as soon as David yep. started reading the question. So, uh, yes, we have also checked in with MC Hammer. That is
1: absolutely correct. And by the way, Eric, it says accompanied by beatboxer. He was not a beatboxer. Oh, he yeah, was I just read a beatboxer dancing. I'm, I'm read, evolving, I, David. I'm reading right. some of the questions. <laughs> yes,
2: yes. That
1: is true. That is, uh, I like that you're evolving. That, That is nice. Yeah, it's come up on the podcast once before, but he actually was named Hammer because somebody in the clubhouse thought he looked so much like Hank Aaron. And if you go look at them side by side, they do look quite similar. The other thing that I discovered in this research was that one of his nicknames was Pipeline when he was working for the A's because he was the guy, Charlie Finley- if you don't know, Charlie Philly was a little bit wacko anyway, the owner of the A's. He's the one who, like, was encouraging the guys in the early 70s to grow their mustaches out. That's how Raleigh Fingers happened. That's all of that. So he was encouraging MC Hammer, well, before he was MC Hammer, to go spy on the team and tell him what was going on if the team was whatever, into whatever kind of trouble, whatever they were talking about. And so they called him Pipeline, basically, as, like, the team gossip. So, well, I, don't and- think, I don't think MC Pipeline sounds. Like,
0: you know, <laughs> it has a the- ring. You know, and, and he nobly went bankrupt hiring anybody from Oakland who wanted a job. Yes. I, like I give him credit that yes. he he would hire anybody from Oakland if they wanted a job. Even if he had nothing for them to do, he yes. was going to give them a paycheck. So He he,
1: he had a, an entourage of like 500 people he had on payroll or so. it was something. Well, okay. I don't know what the number was. And but you was, know what? Was he large. was able
0: to do it for a good stretch of time. Hey,
1: David, yeah. that question was too legit to quit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Question number two. Before winning two Academy Awards, this longtime Ace fan avoided the clap and sold popcorn and peanuts at Oakland Coliseum. All right. We're checking Mike, in. <laughs> Mike, Mike Madano, in an effort to not overthink this, is checking in. Oh, sorry. Double defeated. No. My bad. Double defeated has checked in. Mike Madano, the floor um, is yours.
4: I don't know where he's from.
2: I mean, well, what's the... Yeah. So uh, you said Tom Hanks. What, what were you thinking there?
4: Because uh, it's one of my favorite quotes from uh, uh A League of Their Own is... When he signs the baseball at the end for the two kids, he hands it to him. The kid reads it, avoid the clap, Dig- Jimmy Dugan. I mean, yeah, so pretty um, spot on. that would be, would have to be him. Right. And he's a big baseball fan. Cause that's why he wanted to do that movie. So, yeah. Uh, I
2: mean, unless, I mean, that would be one heck of a red herring. Of-
4: right. Unless somebody, unless somebody <laughs> else avoided the clap, clap that I am unaware <laughs> of.
1: <laughs> Should we give you a list of people?
4: Cuba Gooding Jr. Avoided the clap. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, yeah check in with tom hanks
1: all right and
0: double defeated now to be fair we don't actually know that jimmy do avoided the clap he was given the advice to so he very well might not have avoided it just pointing that out uh but yeah we also checked in with tom hanks
1: yes and it turns out tom hanks is impossible to write questions around i've discovered because anything you say everybody knows so the avoiding the clap i just put in when i found out that eric was going to be on the show because i've heard him say it was his favorite quote so Anyway, all right, on to question number three. Deborah Jane Sivier was the first ever ball girl in MLB history at Oakland Coliseum. Later, she would become more well-known for founding her own cookie company. Given the cookie company name, you would think she was a ball girl where the Twins, Rockies, or Cubs play.
2: Yeah, I'm going to check in.
1: All right.
0: Um, Mike Madano has checked in. Double defeated. You can talk it out. I mean at first I was like, I think I had it right away. And then I was like, what the hell does that last clue have to do with it? And I was like, oh, okay, those ones are all fields. So you know, because it's obviously not a Coliseum. She wasn't Mrs. Coliseum. Ah she was she wasn't Annie Ann's. <laughs> no. Garbage ass pretzels. <laughs> oh,
5: <gasps>
4: Sam, you're from Philadelphia, Sam. Those Back cinnamon me up, Sam. sugar ones.
1: Yeah. What, all what, pretzel what pretzel weird factors. brand that nobody else
0: has ever heard of are you going to throw out here for
1: Sam, pretzels? Sam, he's talking about pretzels. And, uh, Philly, Philly
0: Pretzel Factory. Oh, my
4: correct. God. What? Philadelphia soft pretzels from Philly, where you used to be able to buy them on the street. And then the carbon monoxide was getting into the dough. They had to stop selling them on the street. So now you have little sands and other places, which ruined it because you used to so, be able to support so one, a homeless guy.
0: So, one city. I'm talking about one that city. For him. You, you, you have nationally versus one city.
1: All right, let's bring this Whatever. back. Josh, what you anyway, have? Anyway,
0: <laughs> so once again, not Mrs. Coliseum, but Mrs. Fields. And Mike Madonna, what did you have?
1: Sam, that was all you did.
0: Yeah,
2: well, I originally just saw Mrs. Fields, and then just saw Twins, Target Field, Rockies, Chorus Field, Cubs. It's someplace in there, I'm not really sure um (laughs) (laughs) mrs fields yeah
1: both teams are receiving points yeah that was my that was my clue on target field course field wrigley field because i wasn't sure people would get it from that but when i read the story that that she was the first ever ball girl and then she went on to do mrs fields cookies i was i don't know i was pretty impressed so there we go there's your whole halftime that everybody swept around
0: oakland coliseum yeah, I figured and after she ha- wasn't I'm oh, sorry, figure she wasn't famous Amos, so
1: Right. She it was not. There was she actually was Amos. not Amos Zeroy. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's
1: right. Famous Amos Zeroay. Who's All famous right. Amos? All no. right. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, after halftime, we have scores of double defeated at 350 points. And Mike Madonna, he's a player with 285 points. Now on to the second half.
5: We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks!
1: Today's third quarter will be David versus Goliath.
5: David versus Goliath. This quarter will consist of three pairs of questions, one easier, David, and one harder, Goliath. After hearing both questions, the teams will pick one of the two questions to answer, either David or Goliath. Each David question is worth 25 points, and each Goliath question is worth 50 points.
1: So, this quarter, is actually dedicated to official sports of different U.S. states as recognized by the state legislature of those states, okay? So question number one, David. This sport was believed to have been invented in New York before the Civil War, but in 2021, New York became the only state to recognize it as their state sport. Question one, Goliath. This sport was believed to have been invented in Washington, and in 2022, Washington became the only state to recognize it as their state sport. All right, we're going to check in. Oh all right. <laughs> Mike Mike Madonna has checked in, which means double defeated gets to talk this out.
3: So again, I was very scared when David uh said the premise of this, but he followed it up with the State Sport of Washington, which has risen in popularity, like exploded lately. And uh so White we, people love it. Uh I
0: mean yeah oh yeah I'm okay just, i'm not sure. saying only white people but white people <laughs> really love it
3: hey you know what it reminds me of josh it reminds me of basketball anyone can play <laughs> fair <laughs> uh fair. so we are checking in with the Goliath and pickleball all right
1: and uh mike madonna what did you guys have
4: yeah, I, I joined the YMCA about two years ago, and I saw they had pickleball leagues, and I went and watched. Uh, and it was like eighty five year old dudes, like I'm I'm gonna be like the rookie of the year in my forties, and this is gonna be amazing. <laughs> I'm just gonna be out there just owning people. Um, but I haven't done it yet. But yeah, we checked in with pickleball.
1: Both teams are receiving Goliath points, and yeah, it was actually Marcus. I think it was invented uh on Bainbridge Island. The guy, yeah, who, yeah, and and they. They said, although I've never heard this confirmed, but I think they said that he named it after his dog who was named like Pickles or something. Yeah, That's yeah, why yeah. it's called
3: Pickleball. It's, 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 it's some weird connection. Yeah, it's some weird just um, – It's
1: it's also become extremely controversial because it is so stinking loud that if people who live near Pickleball courts, they say all they can hear is this like click, click, click of the of – the, I mean I'm, I can't imitate it, but – it's it's a lot louder than tennis. Is the point? It, um, well, it
0: depends on who's playing tennis. Because you, uh, know, you, oh, you some of those, loud enough, <laughs> you got some of those grunters. That yeah, uh,
1: that's true. But I don't think well, I don't think amateurs grunt like they do at the U.S. Open. Uh, or, you yeah, know, I don't Nimbledon. know. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, fair enough. All right. Question number two, David, the official state sport of South Dakota, but also Texas and Wyoming. For Goliath, the official state sport of North Dakota, and only North Dakota. We we can check in. All right, Mike Madonna has checked in. Double defeated. Two minutes if you need him.
0: Well, uh, I think every, I think it's obvious that David is rodeo. But then for the <laughs> Goliath, um, so I was thinking northern sports, right? And I know that Minnesota's is hockey, or more specifically ice what? hockey.
2: <laughs> well,
0: cause the other one it could be would be curling, because we we do a lot of curling in Minnesota. So I don't know for certain, but I could easily see that North Dakota is the only state that has curling as their.
3: Okay. Well, important question. Are you above 69% sure?
0: I would say I'm about 82. All right. Let's do it. All right. I'm going to check in with curling for the Goliath.
4: All right. And Mike Madonna. I love stupid like trivia like this. So um, (laughs) North Dakota is fairly certain it's curling.
1: Both teams are receiving points. And Josh, your logic was exactly right. Uh, Minnesota is ice hockey. I guess the only other thing it could be is ice fishing, maybe. But
0: oh god, oh, gross.
1: <laughs> But anyway, yes, it is. It is curling, and you were right that the David is rodeo. All <laughs> right. Question number three, David. In 2004, this sport was voted the second state sport of Maryland. Not surprising, given that Loyola Maryland and Johns Hopkins have won a combined 28 NCAA men's and women's titles. Question three, Goliath. In 1962, this sport was voted the first state sport of Maryland. Twenty years before your host played this video game in the arcade, we can check in. All right. Well, Mike Modano has checked in.
0: Uh, what? And double defeated gets two minutes to talk this out. Marcus, we're talking, we're talking eighties video games in the arcade, right? Something um, like Atari 2600s So, so nah, this is like in the arcade. We're talking here. There aren't a whole lot of games that were kind of based around sports that weren't like obvious ones. And this doesn't sound like it'd be an obvious one, but are you familiar with the game Joust? Absolutely, yeah. I'm a, you know where you're on like know the game Joust. pegasus type thing and jousting or something Yeah,
3: like, like uh Joust was uh was featured if I'm uh, I'm sure Eric will correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like Joust was like early episodes of like Nick Arcade, I feel like Joust was like a game you could pick, or maybe I'm thinking of something else. But but
0: that's the only thing that's coming to mind for something weird. And I could easily see David Lux playing joust in the arcade.
3: I feel like he's mentioned that before if I'm
0: being honest. <laughs> well, then, should we go jousting as the first <laughs> yeah, as for the Goliath? Do it. Yeah. Right, we're gonna yeah, check let's in see. with jousting for Goliath. All right. And Mike
4: Madonna, Sam you had it too. You can go ahead.
2: Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I, don't, I didn't know there was a video game, so I was confused. But then he texted or whatever message, jousting. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, because that's what I remembered. Maryland had two sports, lacrosse and then jousting. So we checked in with jousting.
1: Both teams are receiving Goliath points. I have no idea how it came to pass in the 60s that jousting would become Maryland's state sport. It almost sounds like a joke, but maybe it was some medieval thing. And yes, I did play joust in the arcade. It, it was jousting, except for not on horses in the video game. You were you either rode like an, an ostrich was one of them. The other one may have been a ostrich. stork. Okay, it was yeah. an ostrich and maybe a stork was the other one. I can't uh, remember.
0: But yes. Uh, yeah,
1: I, I did play joust in the arcade. To What's be fair. Yeah.
0: I also played joust in the arcade. Oh, well, so there you go. I walked that, past it.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> that, you weren't old enough to have even walked past it.
4: Uh, no, it was like... When I was in the arcade, there was the the games that took like four. You had to play, pay four tokens, and then there ah. was the games over in the corner that only took one token. That was one of them. Joust was still. Oh
3: yeah, Joust missed, was one of those Joust, ones that Ms. was Back all nasty because yeah. nobody wanted to play. It. <laughs> oh, so
0: it lasted a long time, but nobody <laughs> Just, ever played yeah. them.
3: Right, Just, like I'm like, oh, I'm gonna play X Men instead or Teenage Mutant Ninja right?
0: Right? Yeah, you know, Joust. you know what games weren't out yet when Joust was in its uh, heyday. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and X oh, Men and not. all that stuff. Uh,
1: joust it was like joust Pac Man, Miss Pac Man, Space Invaders. You know mm-hmm. the, the, those were those were the early all early. superior. Tempest, <laughs> Tempest was a good one. All right, so I'll do this one more time. After the third quarter, we have scores. Of Mike Madonna, he's a player with four hundred thirty-five points and double defeated with five hundred points. That will bring us to the fourth quarter.
5: The fourth quarter. Known as Put Your Fours Up, this quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total.
1: Okay, it's the idioms edition of the fourth quarter. Question number one, as thick as thieves. Question number two, the grass is always greener. Question number three, do you feel a draft? And question number four, X marks the spot. So as thick as thieves will pertain to Major League Baseball, grass is always greener will be in recent sporting events. Do you feel the draft is about the NFL draft and X marks the spot is about MLB and social media? It's now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one is thick as thieves. He played in the postseason with six different teams and never won a World Series. But which player holds the record for most career stolen bases in the postseason? We'll check in. All right. Mike Madano, he's a player. Just checking in. Double defeated.
0: You guys can talk it out. Well, and I initially sent over to Marcus, I said two names, you know, that popped to mind just in general. I think it's stolen bases and, you know, postseason stuff. I was like Henderson and Lofton. And uh, Marcus, I think you're right that, yes, Henderson won with the A's. So then unless you have another name, Kenny I don't It's just like
3: it, that's why I said like Kenny Lofton played for so many teams so it's reasonable because I think I think it might have been Scott that wrote a question about Ken, how many teams Kenny Lofton played for and I I think I was on it and it's like he played for Houston and Atlanta and the White Sox and
0: the Phillies and yeah, it wasn't for like the last five or six years he played like for at least on one maybe two teams because you know trades and stuff too like
3: yeah he had like a
0: stretch at the end where it was just racking up teams like nobody's business right but i don't have any other names that come to mind for me it
3: makes sense just just for the sheer amount of teams yes it 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 probably should be him because cleveland was good when he was in his prime yes and then he just bounced around to all these playoff teams that were looking for you know some speed and reserve bench spot, or, you know, reserve yeah. outfielder spot. So
0: I, I feel good about that. All right. We are going to check in with Kenny Lofton for 100 points. All right. And Mike Madonna, what'd you have?
4: Uh, it's funny because I walk by his rookie card every time I come down in the basement because it's sitting <laughs> on my steps. I've just yet to pick it up. So the only person I could think of, I, I thought he won one, but I guess not. So
1: we said Kenny Lofton for 100 points. Both teams are receiving points. Yeah, he had a run. Uh, Marcus and and Josh had it right that like towards the end, he was just bouncing around with all kinds of teams, but, but when he, once he got going, it was like, he played in the playoffs with Cleveland in 95 and 96. Then he went to the Braves and played with them in 97, then back to Cleveland in 98, 99. And I think he missed 2000. So, and then 2001, then he, then he was with the playoffs with the giants in 2002. uh, When they, I think that was the year they lost to the angels. Then the Cubs in 2003, the Yankees in 2004, the Dodgers in 2006, and then finally the Indians again in 2007. Yeah, so he had he had 34 stolen bases in the postseason. He was only one ahead of Ricky Henderson. And by the way, Ricky Henderson won, if I remember right, Ricky Henderson won in the '89 in the Bash Brothers World Series in the in the earthquake. The only year the A's won, yep. and then I think he won. I can't remember if it was '92 or '93, but he was with the Blue Jays when they won. One of the Seattle Gas. Oh, Gastin. that's
0: right. It was. I it was about either.
1: That. I mean, at the top of the lineup, at one point, was like Ricky Molitor, uh, Alomar. I think all were. Yeah, I mean, they they had some really good hitters. Hey, nobody yeah, will know the pain. Yeah. Nobody
3: will know the pain of Ricky Henderson leading off for like the 2007 Seattle Mariners. <laughs> yeah,
1: both Ricky and Lofton, they were like. I think they were in a competition. They were like, okay, we're done with steals, so we'll just you know rack up as many uh, as many teams as we can. They wanted to make sure they were set up for the Immaculate Grid. Okay, <laughs> question number two. <laughs> the grass is always greener. In what recent sporting events were the players complaining of such a strong marijuana smell that one player said, and I quote, it smells like Snoop Dogg's living room, end quote? All right, we'll uh, we'll we'll check in. All right, Double Defeated is checking in. Mike Badano, you guys have a chance to talk it out. It
4: would have to be t- t- tennis, and it was just the U.S. Open. So it's recent sporting events. It says recent, so I say U.S. Open.
2: I mean, think it's women's World Cup. Um,
4: but I don't think that smell would get any. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. <laughs> right, and they're not all playing in the same city or anything. Yeah. So yeah, U.S. Open makes sense. All
4: right, we'll check in with the U.S. Open for a hundred
0: points. All right, and double defeated. I just heard this on, I think, a podcast. Um, where they were talking about it, and uh, it's not the main, the main uh, court, court, yeah. But one of the one of the courts off off of the main court, uh, yeah. They were complaining about it, and well, the funny thing is, is they're playing on hard surface, not on grass. So it's not at right? Wimbledon, That's a Wimbledon, exactly. Different well grass. Done. We're talking about so, yes. yeah. Uh, we also checked in with the U.S. Open for hundred. Both teams are receiving points. Yeah, you you smelled right through
1: that one. It was it was Alexander, um, oh God, what's his name? I can't pronounce it anyway. But it's like Zverev or something. He's he's Russian, and he was he was the guy who actually made the Snoop Dogg comment. But there were a ton of players. There's apparently a park that's sort of right on the side of where that particular court is, and the smell the smell was just coming across. It was so strong that everyone was like, "Oh my God, I can't believe it smells like smells so much like pot. It's incredible." So anyway, yes, good job to both teams. Different kind of question. Question number three: Do you feel a draft? What team has the longest active streak of not selecting in the top five of the NFL draft? In fact, their last top five pick was so long ago that the player they selected is already in the Hall of Fame. We can check in. Mike Madonna has checked in. Double defeated. You get to talk this out. This feels like the Pittsburgh
3: Steelers to me.
0: And they don't strike me as a team. So even when
3: they picked Big Ben, because that's the last really high draft pick I remember them making. That was like seven or eight. I can't remember, or oh, it might have been even been ten yeah. when they drafted Ben Roethlisberger because that was the Eli Manning Philip Rivers draft, and that was two thousand four. I'm trying to think of their just. I'm just thinking of their draft picks since then. I think it has to be them.
0: I can't think of anyone else that would make sense for it to be because, and they're not a team that trades up into like the top. I can't think of no, them. No, they're really doing that. They don't
3: do that. Cause like you think of all their marquee play, and everybody's like a a mid to late twenties draft pick. It's Cam right, Hayward, right? It's, <laughs> it's Rashard Mendenhall. It's
0: yeah. Uh, I, I can't think of the last time they would have drafted.
3: It would be stupid to think it went all the way back to like Terry Bradshaw, but. I'm willing to bet that in the last 20 years, they haven't drafted in the top. I can't
0: think of anyone either. And obviously you're, you're much more in tune with it, but I, I can't think of that either. I think to me, it almost seems like the obvious and I'm okay with us. going. I think it
3: it. is. And I think I may be overthinking it. (laughs) So let's, let's do that. Yeah, let's go with it. Okay. We'll check in with the Pittsburgh Steelers for 100
4: points. All right. And Mike Madonna the Pittsburgh Steelers and it is Terry Bradshaw
0: <laughs> for a hundred yeah. points.
1: Yeah. Wow. Both teams, both teams are receiving points. The Steelers have actually had some pretty good luck with the draft because they, I mean, to your point, Ben Roethlisberger, who's not in the hall of fame, but probably will be Troy Polamalu was a mid first round pick. Try to remember who else was in there. Rod Woodson was like a, a probably number 10 pick or something around there, but it goes all the way back to Terry Bradshaw. They were the last top, he was the last top five pick. And it was, and he was number one overall, of course. And he was in the Hall of Fame as of 1989, which I felt like if I said that would be, <laughs> would have been, would have really given it away. Not that sure, it wasn't sure. pretty I much given away. But I will tell you that the crazy. second, the second longest streak is actually, oh, bonus, no, no bonus points, but just out of curiosity, anybody who the second longest streak is, what would you guess instinctively?
4: Uh, Top five?
1: Yeah, for top five. Billy? No. No. They
4: had, they, once they had once uh, oh yeah you're yeah. right
1: sorry i went back to McNabb. um uh, don't over, don't overthink it it's actually pretty obvious too but the pa- it, the patriots? The patriots it's the patriots so the last oh, yeah. the last type five pick that they had was willie mcginnis uh who is yeah. not, not you know could i guess still make the hall of fame what's interesting about this is like even the patriots that was what 94 i think that they yeah, took it, it was or sometime in the mid 90s i mean the, the the streak that the patriots have going is 24 years shorter than the steelers that's how long the Steelers streak is. I mean, it's 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 fifty something years now. Since well, the way they showed
3: up today, it's going to be over soon, baby. <laughs>
1: yeah, wait, who are you talking about? The Steelers or the Patriots? The Steelers. I was going to say, okay, they enough. got absolutely yeah. bodied. They were yeah they were they were done the, halfway through the second quarter.
0: Yeah, All right, I was, I was almost thinking the Vikings were in there, but then I remember Matt Khalil was a top five. Yes, he was. But yes, he was. They they also they're one of those other teams that. Never finishes bad enough. Usually, yes. yes. I Absolutely. want them to be. I want them to get the number one overall pick. At this point, just one yeah. weekend. I'm done. Let's yeah, just we're fighting. We're fighting for that spot. Let's get okay. the. Let's get the future quarterback, please. All right.
1: Question four. X marks the spot. This was inspired by listener Tim Simplot. So here we go. Oh boy. Yeah there are only three major league baseball teams who don't have their team name as their Twitter slash X handle because someone claimed it first, okay? One is from an East division, one is from a Central division, and one is from a West division. One got beat by an NFL team with the same name, one got beat out by Marvel, and one got beat out by a random guy who grabbed the name because it was his first name and last initial. I want you to name all three. We're checking in. All right. Double defeated for the last time tonight has checked in Mike Madano. He's a player. You can talk it out.
4: So you said the Giants. That makes sense. It's another NFL team has the same name. So it would be the Giants or the Cardinals, but, but the West would make it the Giants, not the Cardinals. Right. So there's that I think and we the have central them. central team would have to be the guardians because of Marvel. So guardians of the galaxy, that makes sense. And then the East team would be some guy's first name, which would be I don't unless there's a dude rolling around with the first name Oriole, so we can just go Rays for that one, right? Yeah, I I don't know. I I think it's a
2: yeah. I think that I think that's good enough.
4: All right, so we'll say the Giants, the Rays, and the Guardians for a hundred points.
1: Okay, and let's go back to double defeated.
4: So the reason I know this,
3: and I don't know if Eric can draw inspiration from this, but we do have a degenerate gambling chat with me, Eric Ede, Eric Walling, and Josh North, where we uh, talk about all the bets that we make. One thing that I like to do are hit parlays, players to get a hit, and I parlay them together. But the problem is, is that if a player doesn't start, you, the the bet is void. Oh, and so often I'm on Twitter and I'm looking at Twitter handles of baseball teams because I need to see the effing lineup before <laughs> I make the bet. I need to see the lineup so I don't get screwed out of a voided bet by having a guy who doesn't play. So that's why um, I knew for sure the Giants and the Rays. And Josh was very quick to say uh, Guardians, obviously. <laughs> Number one. Team name change, number two, Marvel. So Josh was very quick with that. I knew Giants and Rays because I've picked Giants and Rays many, many times. Shout out to Lamont Wade and uh, uh, Randy Rosarena, I guess. I mean, (laughs) uh, anyways,
0: and they fit what we need for the criteria, too.
1: Correct.
3: So we have also checked in with Guardians, Giants, and Rays for 100 points.
1: Both teams are receiving points. I knew I knew you'd both get there, right? So obviously the NFL team could either be the Giants or the Cardinals, but once you got to the Guardians, which exactly Marcus broke it down perfectly that that they're the obvious Marvel one, but also the team name change made it hard for them to get the Guardians when they when they could have claimed it. And right, that is that brought us brought us back to the East, right? So that eliminated the Cardinals. Once you had the Guardians, so it was the Guardians and the Giants, and then yes, yeah, some guy named Ray S claimed it, and the Rays have probably. Also since Twitter, wait, when did they change to the Rays from the Devil Rays? I'm losing track of when that was. Like, but I like think 12? Okay. So so it could have been. Was it, that they was it missed earlier out for than for that, Sam?
2: Yeah, it was, it was or... okay. because it was like, I think it was like the first year they weren't the Devil Rays. They made the World Series.
1: Oh, the that's League. right. And they played the Phillies. Yeah. Oh. So I mean, so the when, first did, years, I'm trying to remember when Twitter became a thing. So is that why they missed out? Because they were, they actually had the Devil Rays and they changed their name and went to get Rays. And it turned out that some guy named Ray S had it. I don't even know who he <laughs> is. That's but really he, funny. Yeah, he probably gets added all the time. All right. Uh, Sorry, go ahead, Josh. He, he obviously
0: apparently they're they they have not offered him enough money for it. To, uh, you know, or he's just like, no, no, that's me, damn it. I'm Can you Ray imagine S. if
3: if they have offered him like God knows how much? And Ray S is like, nah, that ain't me.
1: I gotta fire these tweets off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, our game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. Mike Madano, he's a player, finished with a very respectable 835 points. But our clipboard captains of the game, who are receiving the coveted Logan Woodside Award with 900 points, is double defeated. Well done. Or as Matt Doherty would say, Yay. Okay. Toledo, Sam, Toledo legend, Logan yeah. Woodside. Oh, I can't remember. That
0: sounds right. He's some kind of Matt. I yeah. think it's Toledo. Yeah, could be. I mean, for me, he's a.
1: Who well, aren't they supposed
0: to be? No, Are- I've I've heard of most like clipboard captains. That's not one I've ever heard of.
1: So oh, well, he's a backup for wait,
3: where is he now? Uh he was with Tennessee for a while.
1: Oh, it could be. I yeah. So Sam, anything you uh you want to enlighten us with before we call it a night?
2: Uh no so uh, thanks everyone for having me on. This was a total blast. Thanks, Eric, for uh um sort of carrying the team as far as you could. Um and uh sorry I couldn't have known things. Um, no, 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 it's
4: my fault. <laughs> I jumped the gun on a couple of them. <laughs> sorry.
2: It would help if I knew things. But uh, no, it was a total blast. Uh, this this podcast is awesome. Uh it's it's always a joy to listen to, uh, no matter who's on. Uh so thank you guys for putting it together and looking forward to um keeping uh continuing to be a, a listener.
1: Appreciate awesome. That. But well, we always we always appreciate the loyal listeners. So thank you for coming on. It's it's uh it's great to have you. I don't know about this who no matter who's on ya- who's on, it's it's high quality. I, that Mason guy pulls it down all the time. So wow. <laughs> anyway, shots fired. I know Jeez. he's the only he's the only guy I could say that about because nobody, you know, nobody ever says anything mean about Mason. I think it's time. Oh. He's, about to, he's about to be a dad. I right, see so so. you're
0: trying to deflect. Wow.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This is my new campaign. I got to pile on Mason, right? <laughs> all right. All
4: right. I'm, I'm here for it you <laughs> <new> mason
1: <laughs> there it is all right well on behalf of marcus and josh and eric eat and of course sam and all of our guests whoever come on the show thank you all for listening to the bench Woman's trivia podcast and until next time we'll keep the bench warm
5: have ball hit high and deep stretch stretch Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us.